Welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another short and sweet off-season pod. Today, talking about someone who, in my pre-season research, and as we've collated these lists, has really sparked my interest. Uh, it's, I'm talking about Josh Curran of the now Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Obviously, Josh Curran has announced that he has signed with the Bulldogs. And he is someone who I really did not have figured down for a big season. Um, you know, he's only 24 years old. Uh, he was on the Warriors last year. And, you know, we kind of were thinking, surely he's going to get one of those. We thought Tohu would be locked. So locks out of the question. So we thought he'd get one of those edge spots. So he was average draft position 116. So that's a decent round pick, um, you know, for where that would be in the draft. So everyone thought there was a chance Jackson Ford, Maradini, Corey, we're all thinking, of course, he'd be ahead of those guys, but uh, not meant to be. So now in the offseason, again, we're, we're putting these lists together and I'm putting together the big board position rankings and I'm going, okay, again, not really seeing where Josh Curran sits in here. You know, I had my initial list uh, before the signing and he wasn't in the top 50. Uh, in That's in terms of two RFs. I had 50 other two RF eligible players. And I'm like, they will have a better season. So, uh, obviously, he signs with the Bulldogs, I believe, two-year deal. Um, and I said, okay, I better go have a look at the stats and see what it tells me. And something interesting came out. So, let's first start, before we talk about numbers, let's talk about where he will be at the Bulldogs. So, I think it's pretty certain he's not going to play edge. They've already got Billy Armikigal, who obviously came out from the Panthers. Injury, injury disrupted season last year, so you think another full preseason for Vili Army, he'll be back into form. The other guy on the other edge is the rookie of the year, um, Jacob Preston from last season. So the edge is pretty much locked in for at least the next two to three seasons. So he's not going over there to play a starting edge position. Uh, you look at their bench and, you know, how they would rotate minutes through there. Obviously, there's no Corey Waddell. Uh, he just uh, left to go to Manly. So now you're going, okay, there's potentially... A spot on the bench, but then you have a look at some of their other bench guys. You know, you got Tolo, Jamin Salmon, who can play a bit on the edge. Ryan Sutton probably goes through the middle. So you got Liam Knight there as well, Max King. These are all middle guys. So again, there is, besides Salmon, a need on an edge on the bench. Um, Could have gone that route. But I think where I've settled on him, and I think where the dogs will settle on him, I'll be surprised at this stage if they don't, is that number 13 position. So number 13 last year, a little bit of Max King. It's a little bit of Ryan Sutton. It's a little bit of Luke Thompson. Uh, a little bit of RFM there for a little moment there as well. So we look at that now and say, okay, um, the starting 13. Okay. Should get pretty decent minutes. Let's say uh, 50 minutes. 50 minutes, I think, starting lock. I've piqued my interest. Now, let's have a look at some stats and see how he's done. So I've had a look since the 2020 season. How many times he has played over 50 minutes a game? Now, could these are just off the top of my head and I've gone through and off the app, so I haven't fact-checked it completely, but what I've got is he scored 35 times. He's played 35 games where he's played 50 or more minutes. In those games, his Supercoach average is 62.4 points. Now, very, very intriguing. That's some games where it's smack bang on 50, just a little bit over in terms of minutes. I think if he's going to play starting lock, potentially looking at 60, 65 minutes, he's a guy that can play, you know, he's played 80 in the past. So now we're talking, let's, you know, uh, put a little, again, where he's played 
you know, it wasn't always the Warriors' top four. So there's a bit of room for growth there. I think, you know, let's say four points of regression or addition. So if he goes down, that is still a 58-point average. So it's pretty solid. Pretty solid for our, you know, second two-hour spot in your team. Uh, and if he goes up four, now we're at a 66. Now we're looking at, you know, two RF1 top of territory. So Josh Curran all of a sudden now has gone from a guy who I didn't have inside the top 50 two RFs to now it's a bit of a dilemma for me to go, where am I going to put this guy? Now, I'll obviously put out the rankings later in the week, but, you know, let's realistically look at from number... 17 down. Horsberg, Lane, McInnes, probably E. Sorensen, Martin, Bateman, Hudson Young, Jack DeBellin, Cotter, Bryce Cartwright, Nanai. That is 18 to 29. Starting Josh Curran, I think you're right in that Horsberg, Lane, McInnes area. Probably sitting at number 21 just ahead of Papali'i. Uh, I've obviously got to do a little bit more research on it and have a bit more of a think about it, but that's a pretty incredible jump for a guy who on his previous team, you know, was buried on the bench, potentially just getting some limited minutes, not inside the top 52 RF options in the game, to now run the edge of the top 20 and, you know, Bulldogs are one of these things where, on paper, um, the, the team looks good. You know, we were just putting together the predicted lineups and starting to put those out on the socials, but, you know, quickly running through it, Taff, Wilson, Kiraz, Stephen Crichton, Adokar, Burton, Sexton, all on the back line, King, Marnie, Knight, Kikau, Preston, Curran in the forwards. Uh, then you got your bench options is Sherry, Patolo, Salmon, RFM. Uh, you've got Sutton, Perham. So there's plenty of options. So on paper, it's a decent team. Um, you know, probably still top bottom four side, but what Josh Curran now has is a bit of an ability to really lock down a big minute role here. Um, and I think that number 13 jersey is probably fighting off um sudden and liam knight i think are his two biggest competition but i think that's pretty much settled i think josh curran is gonna be the guy here to really when you look at these off-season signings you know a lot of players for next season at least are kind of locked into their 2024 contracts this was one where an immediate release has really shaken up the big board in terms of options because he's someone who i think would have been drafted very low. I think there's a bit of a name factor now. So there is the now chance that he's going to be overdrafted, um, potentially on that bit of a chance. And I think people, you know, have had Curry in the past. I'll go, okay, I want to maybe have a go with that. But where I'm really interested is his classic point. So he finished the season at 325K. Now we're talking about a 340 sub player here, starting 13. I think in terms of a you know, a guy on a mid to low end um, option here, he could be one of the better ones heading into next season. Um, has got a good floor about him when he plays big minutes um, and can obviously get an attacking stat as well. So he really reminds me of Adam Elliott a couple of years ago, that last season with the Doggies, where he was able to kind of really string some scores together with some attacking stats. I think Josh Curran could be that guy this year. So very, again, just wanted to kind of jump on here and go, if that's my take for for today obviously i do a bit more research on it see how they do go in the preseason but yeah josh curran's one of these guys you know when the signing happened i'm like okay it's a good signing but when you kind of really think about the layout of that four pack 
him as a guy when he gets decent minutes in into his legs um, can really be a benefit to anyone who drafts him. Again, not too high. Um, there are, There's a stack of options in the 2RF this year, but I think from a classic sense, he becomes a very interesting guy when the team picker comes out. Uh, and I think he's one that you kind of want to start, you know, if you are keen on Josh Curran in the group chat, start chucking in there, you go, yeah, still not sure about him. You know, they've got a couple of different guys that can play that position. Look at the two edge spots. He's definitely not getting on the edge, probably on your bench. Start putting those in there now because, again, I'm pretty keen on him, but I don't think I could commit myself to a really, really high pick. Right now in the overall rankings, if I had to put where I've got him, I'm looking around that kind of, like I said, that lane area McInnes. He's probably around, yeah, around the 70 to 85 mark in that range, potentially maybe even a little bit lower near the quarter range at 90. Um, so look, he'll definitely potentially go higher than his average drive position last year, but I think we kind of knew heading into last season there was a chance that he may not get it. If we kind of know that he's the starting 13 and they're looking to really play him, he's a young guy that's got minutes in the legs, uh, could potentially be someone that we really start looking at a little bit higher on the big board there. Leave it there, guys. Again, just wanted to jump on. That was one that just really stood out to me. I'm like, you know, that's a good little 10-minute pod there. So uh, leave it there. Come back again in two days with another podcast. Get to the socials at the SE Heartback. Got a lot of stuff going now. We've got the big board for the overall, the position rankings. We've got a new series with um, previous guns looking at their last seasons and the trends of their scores where they finished overall. We're going to have the teams, the uh, predicted 24 lineups, so we can kind of keep a track of those as we go through the offseason, plus some other random content we've got in there as well. So plenty there. Give us a follow. Give us a like. We'll be back with a couple of days. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.